You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Moracle. With me, as always, Sean Keller. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Joe. Hi, Mike. And Mike Pareto. Hi. Hi, hi guys. Hi, Sean. Hi, Joe. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Hi. Uh, <laughs> Lovely weather we're nonsense. having. Uh, <laughs> hi. How are you? I'm normal. Each year, nearly 4% of men over 50 are diagnosed with late-stage terminal wiener cancer. (laughs) Here at Wienerman PP Laboratories, we've made it our mission to help diagnose deadly, painful wiener cancer in (laughs) in its earliest stages to give you and your wiener a fighting chance. <laughs> Simply download our diagnostic app, the PP Doctor, <laughs> from wherever you get your mobile apps. Give permissions to allow the PP Doctor access to your camera. Access to your camera, photo gallery, and SMS texts. <laughs> follow the simple instructions to take 12 high resolution pictures of your flaccid wiener and wait (laughs) your images are instantly uploaded to our proprietary cloud server the wiener vault where where world class wiener doctors will examine your wiener for signs of early onset wiener and balls cancer. <laughs> balls uh, cancer. <coughs> wiener and balls cancer. <laughs> when, the re- when the results are in, simply press the red button on your app labeled send, and we'll automatically send you a full breakdown complete with notations on the pictures you've uploaded. And after you check your results, just press the other red button in your app labeled <laughs> results and we'll send a mass text report to every contact in your phone so you can keep your loved ones in the loop. Here at Wienerman PP Laboratories, we take the health of your wiener and balls very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you should do. Back to you. Well, I'm always uh, I'm always down for a good wiener joke. You know that. Yeah. Whew. And uh, you know, I I support I always support the medical community. I think I think health is important. Wiener yeah, health specifically. Check. I I do. You've got to check your. It might be a competitor to uh, one of our other sponsors, Doctor Harold Ballsman. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think maybe wiener doctor. I don't this- think he'd be a competitor though. Doesn't he do uh, wiener infusioning? He does do. He, he does do mostly mostly cosmetic wiener surgeries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think if he notices any wiener cancer, though, or balls he cancer, might, yeah, he, he might refer. He might. Yeah. He might do a referral. That's exciting. Excellent. That is yeah. great news. Do you know what you're getting? A shot. Which house? No, which house though? Are you House Moderna, House Pfizer? Oh, or Johnson I haven't. And I haven't put on the sorting hat yet. I see. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Do you even know until you show up what you're getting? I knew when I when I scheduled my appointment, they told me. But I, I've also heard that people show up and they're like, "This is what we have." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's largely what's occurring in Chicago. I got an email from the system the city has set up saying that there were appointments available, so I made one. I have no other details. Okay. Well, hopefully yeah. you know where it is. Okay. Where, where I do know going. that. Fortunately, okay. I know. I know so where and where. <laughs> I am very excited for whatever the vaccine did to my DNA. I'm hoping for the power of flight some some mm. time down the line. It's got it's probably going to be at least a year going from when they started trials to when people are going to start popping up with mutations, manifesting X Men like powers. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, not like stupid X Men powers like Jubilee. Just make fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> She does have something cool, doesn't she? I, I think she does. Is it just but fireworks? I it's just largely know most fireworks. About, yeah. It'd be but fun she while can do drunk, something though. Else. You just sit out in your backyard <laughs> shooting fireworks into the sky. Fourth of July would be the your, your fucking Oh, you'd be so popular on the fourth. <laughs> Everyone I wants mean, you I, at their party. I wouldn't want to get shot in the face with fireworks. <laughs> That's sure. I wouldn't want to get shot in the face with Cyclops' fucking eye laser, though. More, way more, probably. Yeah, yeah, way more than fireworks. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it, though. As powerful as Cyclops' eye beams are, it's a pretty debilitating mutation. You know, he's got to wear glasses all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's horrible. I mean, yeah. fireworks don't seem so bad now if you don't have to wear some <laughs> shit over your face all the time. Jubilee is like, I give everyone second degree burns and a show. <laughs> that's that's my power. <laughs> I mean, she could make a decent living, you know, without really putting much effort into it. I feel like it's one of those powers that would get old, though, after, like, you see one YouTube video, you're like, oh, all right, she's going to do fireworks. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to watch it on YouTube. That's got that's got to be a live performance. You, nobody wants I to guess. watch fireworks on YouTube. I'm not going to pay to that's see weird. some lady shoot fireworks on the stage. You don't like, pay her. The city pays her to put on the fireworks <laughs> show. It's like you haven't thought about this at all, Sean. I am sorry. I'm so sorry. You're right. Her, so her power, they've, they've found a very creative, descriptive way to get around just saying, yeah, she shoots fireworks. <laughs> As a mutant, Jubilee has the power to generate pyrotechnic energy plasmoids from her hands. <laughs> 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 That's how every 4th of July fireworks show should be described. <laughs> I went to uh, the field to watch the pyrotechnic energy plasmoids. <laughs> Hamlet Ebenezer, please direct me to your energy plasmoids. <laughs> it is the 4th of your 7th month. <laughs> Let us eat hot dogs on a grill. Let us stand on the grill and eat hot dogs. Stand on the grill. <laughs> I am a human. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. These energy plasmoids exhibit beautiful colors in the spectrum range of Z25 through Z17. <laughs> <laughs> Is this uh, not so? 
<laughs> now, so speaking of X Men, though, so help me out with this. Gambit, uh, he can he can imbue any object with energy that you know kinetic energy. I don't know some sort of energy that when he throws it, it blows up, right? Uh, I think it blows he, up whether or not he throws it. It's just he doesn't hold on to something that's about to explode. <laughs> so it's it's he's making <laughs> grenades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he just grenades. makes. He primarily well, sure. just makes a bunch of grenades, and he likes to use throwing cards. This is little right. tiny yeah, now, grenades. Th- so throwing what, cards. Well, he's got to use throwing cards. It's a special yes. kind of card. It's. Uh... Well, that was where I was going though. So he's got fifty-two bullets, basically, right? And then he's got to start throwing tables and chairs and shit. If he didn't use cards, his name would be stupid. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean he could just he could just pick up anything, right? Right. But Not, so after fifty, he could even. Though. I guess technically he could just touch you and make you explode. Like, <laughs> right? Probably, can he, he pick up like a dog? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> nice dog. I nice have run out boy. of cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fido. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded very French and not uh, Cajun. <laughs> well, Cajun is French, so. It's, it's, it's not a hundred percent French. It's though. slightly different, but if um, you do a French accent, I was you're, winning for like so you're seventy-five percent <laughs> yeah, of the way there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mixed with a little bit of a southern draw, sure. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> mm, yeah, we're going to get some gators here tonight, <laughs> mon chéri. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think Gambit's pretty cool. I've always liked Gambit. I loved Gambit. He never he. He's never gotten his own film or anything. It's never really... I think they talked about doing it on multiple occasions, and it never came to fruition. I'm sure that Marvel uh, slash Disney is probably going to probably gonna do it. They have to. Yeah, I mean, first they, they he... got to introduce mutants and the X-Men, but they'll get around to it. Yeah. In like 15 years, they'll get to it. I can't believe he that is, he wasn't... They did, is probably... they did fucking Ant-Man, but it's going to take 15 years to do Gambit. They probably... Uh, I think the fan reaction to Gambit over the years is actually really hilarious because he looks cool and, you know, he's got his his Creole accent and he throws playing cards around. He's, he's, he's kind got of, a bow staff, right? Doesn't he have a bow, a bow staff? staff? He does. But he is, like, objectively unimpressive compared to some of the other mutants in his own universe. I don't know. I, I would love the ability to charge something into a grenade. There's something I'm missing too. He's got he he does have another I thought Jubilee I, did. Don't and I was get wrong, me wrong. I think he's be, he's better than Jubilee. I'm not saying yeah, he's Jubilee tier. But he's not Nightcrawler or Wolverine or Cyclops. Definitely well, not Wolverine. I mean those are even those are even pretty middling. Wolverine's yeah, at when the you, high when end. You compare them to like and Professor Magneto, X yeah. are yeah. Sure. They're yeah, the they're, they're the most powerful fucking mutants. I do like that sort of balance or imbalance in the X Men universe, where there's clearly like pawns and yeah, you got you know, some rooks people with shitty powers. And, yeah, but like Marvel, it's kind of like everyone's evenly matched, except for a couple. I don't know. Maybe there is that discrepancy in Marvel. I don't think Wanda's they're obviously. evenly matched at all in the MCU at all. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I was yeah. thinking of like Civil War, when but it's all even more. I, each to other. be fair, it's like way more exaggerated in X Men. I mean, like Magneto compared to like that guy who. Can turn his face into a porcupine, like that. you know, like <laughs> yes, there's a that, pretty big discrepancy between those guys. That is great that there are people with really stupid mutations, because that's how it would yeah. be in real life. In fact, I think I think it's kind of 
canon that like there are lots of mutants, but most of them just aren't expressed in a way that matters. Like, and some of them don't even have powers; they just mutate yeah. physically and just, just have look Michael stupid. Jordan legs. Yeah, and Danny DeVito's <laughs> Danny DeVito torso. That's that's what most of the mutants look like. <laughs> hey guys, can I join? Uh, sorry. Yeah, you can you can join the seventeenth uh, tier X boys league. <laughs> Sweet, let's let's play <laughs> let's play some basketball. <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course, he's terrible at basketball because he's because he's Danny he DeVito. Jumps, he jumps so high in the air, but he still comes up under the net. <laughs> I got a sixty-inch vertical. I can almost touch the rim. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sixty-inch vertical, man. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully, I get flight. Yeah, flight would be neat. I think based on if it's based on like fan preference, uh, your batch was tainted with the blood of a radioactive spider. That'd be perfect. Yeah, uh, that's I, what I picture for you. Yeah, I'm down with that. Oh man, yeah, Spider-Man. That would be dope. It would not be dope to have like. 200 million Spider-Men in the world. Or maybe it would be dope. That would mm. cause some problems, yeah. <laughs> it would right. certainly cause some issues for law enforcement, for instance. <laughs> Having yeah, everyone... The, all of them, or none of them have the powers. <laughs> well, They're I all some, still I, I normal. Think it depends, I think it depends on, like, how clustered they are. Like, is it... Is it yeah. just the one batch of vaccine in Louisville, Kentucky? Are all 200 Spider-Men in Louisville, Kentucky? Because first of all, that's pretty disappointing because your downtown you area is kind of small. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot to swing yeah. from. It's like two blocks. Everyone's yeah, swinging. To be honest, though, I mean, if we're talking about this, ha- this happening in America, people are still going to be too lazy to use their powers. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, they're just going to sit. They may not even notice their powers. You know, uh, I, I see. I, I just jumped to the, worst case of the scenario. The ones that do probably at least forty to eighty percent of them will immediately turn to crime. Yes, exactly. Yes, I, I agree. Yes, it, maybe more than eighty <laughs> percent. Not, I, I, not many of them would I turn to superheroism. Has this has this come up on the pod? I think it has about Spider Man and how like why the fuck is he poor? Like, come on, you know, <laughs> doesn't have to be. It's almost as unrealistic as Falcon being poor. There's you know? gotta so <laughs> with yeah. with Tony Stark, he's just like I guess I just won't give anybody any money. <laughs> I'll just uh, give Pepper all my yeah, seventy billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> that's something that occurs. That's <laughs> something that occurs on, with both you know super teams. Uh, it's not like Justice League members draw a salary paid for by the like Wayne Foundation. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Tony Stark builds this state-of-the-art facility for like eighty million dollars, yeah. and he doesn't—he doesn't give them a stipend or, or set them, up a trust them, fund or something. He gives them equipment and a training center, and like they fund—he funds the operation. He's got yes, to buy him a sure house now too. If you want to live there, no, but what if just a salary, something? Yeah, come on. You're gonna let you're, you're gonna you're gonna let the Avengers be poor because they spend all their time They're, fighting evil. Aliens, wizards, and whatever. Yeah, I guess he could. He could bankroll them. What do you pay? Like, do you pay? You can't pay everyone equally, right? You're not going to give like Ant Man 
the same money that you're gonna give, <laughs> you know, someone important, right? Maybe it's a maybe it's a gig based economy where you get paid based on like the crimes that the crimes or situations that you solve or otherwise prevent. You know, so okay. if you stop at an alien invasion like the Avengers did in the first movie, that's a big payout. Spider-Man mm. catching a mugger on the streets of New York, that's, you know, that you throw him a 20. You throw him a I 20. Just, <laughs> I just don't think that there's a scenario where Tony Stark didn't, didn't set up some kind of financial autonomy for the institution that is the Avengers. Like, I just don't, I, I think that's very unrealistic. I think that I know Mike's superpower when he finally gets vaccinated is going to be the uh, he's going to be the world's best accountant for superheroes. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're Spider-Man, for instance, and you walk into any fucking restaurant in New York, you think you're going to have to pay for your bill? Well, if you're wearing your costume, of course not. Yeah, well, it's yeah, gonna you be. Wear your I costume. mean, you gotta get that shit to go because otherwise you're gonna have to lift the mask to eat. That's true. But actually, that's an interesting question because, you know, especially with Spider-Man, there there is the ongoing problem of of the love hate relationship between the people of New York and 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 Spider-Man. A lot of it fueled by J. Jonah Jameson and his propaganda. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. You know, there are lots of people. You've you've played the Spider-Man game for this the PS4, mm-hmm. uh, and this is obviously canon. But people <laughs> on the streets, just some of them, just want to hit you in the face because they don't like you. Yeah, you know that's kind of been a thing with Spider-Man since day one. So I'm not 100 percent sure. You might have to find the right pizza place. But also, um, you're Spider-Man. Like, you could find a way to make some money. Doing. Yeah, cer- certainly something better than delivering pizzas or being a photographer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're taking, very taking strong. pictures of yourself. <laughs> he makes his yeah. money from selfies, really. Yes, he yeah, does. He was really the first hipster, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. He was doing selfies in the 50s. He was just planting the camera, you know, at a, a distance. Yeah. Hmm. Pioneer that, Peter Parker. Or you could, just, you could just wear a different colored suit and steal. <laughs> just. <laughs> Pretend you're a bad guy, because you are, and steal shit, and then stop yourself later. But then you wouldn't be Peter Parker. You, you wouldn't it's be just Spider-Man. like taking pictures of yourself. No, what would be like a job where you could really utilize your athleticism? I know specifically for Spider-Man. Yeah, spe- specifically for. We're, fi- we're trying to find Peter Gig. I mean, like you can't really play sports. That's going to be too obvious. You're going to be too yeah. high profile. Uh, but you yeah. would be well well paid. I if mean, you're like, I'll just go you, play you baseball. Could, <laughs> you could if you uh, you just have to not try very hard. Like yeah. if you were if if Peter was in the NFL, he would just never fumble because the ball is literally stuck to stuck his hands. I guess yeah. I guess you just have there are some ethical questions about doing that, right? I guess that's kind of why. Yeah, yeah. They're they're probably the same sorts of ethical questions, like robbing a place and then stopping yourself later, as you suggest. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, I was joking about that one, but of course I, you were playing. You know, being a professional athlete or something. You know, I, I think it even didn't this even come up in one of the movies where he's like, I can't, I can't play sports because you know. You're thinking about the Incredibles with Dash wanting to be on the track and field team. Yeah, maybe I am, but yeah, I mean. I, it is totally unfair, I guess, but is it any more unfair than people who were born with better genes or just better at sports? I mean, if you don't have to really work for it, Peter Parker never 
like has to work yeah, for Yeah, he didn't really earn it. He just got bit yeah. by a spider. Yeah. These other people with the genes, they still had to practice. They still work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they he didn't... so he he needs to find a job then that does not allow him to use his because otherwise he's taking no, he, a spot he needs, from somebody else. He needs a job where he needs to use his powers to the fullest of of, of his ability, and that's okay. So right. Got to, there has to be something like a security job or something that he could do, right? Or like, I feel like that's what he's already doing for free. <laughs> he is just for, the, just for the whole yeah. city. He's like, <laughs> during the day, I get paid to protect people. The rest of the time... I do it for free. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but also, who's going to hire this, like, 110-pound, scrawny, dweeby kid to be, like, a bodyguard? They're going to be like, you're going to want to what? You're going to be I think security? all he has to do is, like, smash something, and then they could Oh, probably... my God, you're Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> not sure where the bell is, so ding. Oh, no. Okay, ding. How, how did you lose I, the bell? I don't know. What are you Stuff doing can... in that apartment, Joe? <laughs> Listen, I, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you that while we're being recorded. All right, <laughs> fair enough. While can't we're being evidence. recorded, while yes. I'm recording you on my computer, while I'm recording, yeah. <laughs> and no, also, the podcast just happens. <laughs> also, we're being recorded. All right, turn on some opera music and then we tell are? me what the fuck you've been doing in your apartment. <laughs> it's Tuesday. The weekend is nowhere in sight. But you can get a taste of Friday Night Freedom right now by cracking open a Crap House Lager beer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the oh, crisp, no. refreshing flavor, the flavor of beer, will melt away that weekday stress. <laughs> With the second can of Crap House Lager beer, <laughs> you won't even remember that you got passed over for promotion again. <clears throat> Sure, the higher-up said that Derek was more qualified, but you know that it's really because three years ago you got caught having sex with Carmichael's wife during the Christmas party. It's getting warm in here, so you pop off your shirt and pop open a third ice-cold can of Crap House Lager beer. You're still warm. Maybe a dip in the pool is what you need. You leave your, the rest of your clothes on a deck chair. You're alone. Why bother with a swimsuit? As you crack open the fourth can of Crap House Lager beer and your naked body floats upon the raised water table of your above-ground pool, your mind <laughs> floats back three Christmases to Tammy Carmichael dressed like Mrs. Claus. God, she looked good. And you know firsthand that she wasn't wearing anything under that festive Yuletide costume. <laughs> Dear God. You're so excited by the merry memory of Tammy's ample tits and ass struggling to escape from her too tight yuletide dress that you don't even notice that you've been jerking off this whole time. <laughs> oh, God. As you bring yourself to orgasm, you crack open a fifth can of crap house lager beer. As you bring yourself. <laughs> And simultaneously notice your neighbor Patty watching you through the window. That's a lot happening all at once. <laughs> the sudden jolt of an audience makes your body writhe and turn on the water's surface. Jesus. <laughs> and you, 
and you blast her window with the proof of your lust. <laughs> that's, that's quite a shot. That's a beautiful line of dialogue. <laughs> the distance is most impressive. Before you can think about whether or not Patty enjoyed the show, you see her husband, Olaf, walk up behind her. Oh no. He looks furious. Olaf runs outside and masterfully jumps the fence while you crack open a sixth can of <laughs> crack house lager beer. That'll help. He's screaming at you, but mostly in Polish, and you don't understand him. He grabs you by the hair of your head and drags you out of your above-ground swimming pool. He won't stop shouting. Once you stand upright... It only takes a second for him to be saturated head to waist in projectile vomit. <laughs> Expectedly, it fails to calm him. <laughs> really? Now you, oh. now you struggle to stop him from choking you to death. Olaf tries to squeeze the life out of you, but finds the only product of his labors to be diarrhea running down your bare legs. <laughs> <laughs> A gunshot rings out, and you find yourself holding the weapon that made the sound. <laughs> Where'd it come from? <laughs> you don't know where the gun came from, as you're, <laughs> as you're clothed only in dripping wet splotches of your own cum, shit, vomit, and underchlorinated pool water. Olaf is bleeding out on the lawn, and you can hear approaching sirens in the distance. Just enough time to enjoy a can of Crap House Lager Beer. <laughs> Crap House Lager Beer. Please drink responsibly. <coughs> I'm sorry, that guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I stepped on that. That's okay. That was, it was your turn. Mike did it last time. <laughs> that was very dark. That was very yeah. dark. I'm eagerly awaiting the supercut episode that's just an hour it's of crap just house, a crap house. <laughs> ads. Yes. There's I mean, three crap house ads. <laughs> I like that these always start as work fantasies. Yeah. What? <laughs> I say always. There's only been two of them. But always. Uh, so far. Well, I know the guy fantasies. who writes the copy for Crap House, and they have very, very strict guidelines on how they want an ad to go. And it oh, has to start with work and end with bodily fluids and possible violence. Well, what was that yeah. what was that line when he splooged onto his neighbor's window? That was I believe that was, was, I believe po that was, was poetry. Uh, it was uh, prove your prove your lust uh, on her yeah, window you're, you're, or something. You're, you're, <laughs> the proof of your lust. Yeah. Blast her window with the proof of, <laughs> proof your, of your lust. I mean, that's yes. that's as poetic as anything I've ever heard. Thank that's, you. That, that was that, uh, well, not that I wrote. That's a good it's a good line. It's just like uh, what In is the worst uh, way. What is grief if not love everlasting? It's right it's up. Just <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. It's love, love persevering, but uh, right. Yeah. So same. It's, it's, it's very much the same. I don't know how we're gonna move on from this, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just seared into my brain. I. I'm have you disturbed. guys? Have you guys heard about the <laughs> the space junk magnet cleanup effort that they are starting? No, but no, uh, so, please, please elaborate. Well, I, I'm not going to have like great intel on this, but I read an article uh, from a reputable source that I guess they're starting to do trials on like different uh, objects that they're sending up into space with nets and magnets to try and clear some of the debris and space junk and old satellites and shit. 
uh, to kind of make room for all the new ones um, and to decrease, obviously, the risk of debris smashing into a shuttle or a space station. It sounds like it's a magnet that's just going to orbit and collect space junk and make a gigantic ball of space junk that's just orbiting that we can avoid easily. Is that well? I I think the I think the idea. I guess is it'll that return eventually. It'll, yeah. What so I think, I'm hearing is that uh, rather than clean up our planet, we're already starting to clean space. And I, <laughs> yes. think I think our priorities are ass backwards there. How yeah, much? Yeah, how much? How much cleanup do you think we could afford to do here on Earth for the price that it's going to cost to clean up space? <laughs> like all of it. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's where there's no money in cleaning up the planet, but there is money in I want to launch all these new satellites right. into outer space. So there's, that's, there's that's not why money, we're... but there will be life during which you can make money. Mm -hmm. Well, you there's know, certainly you need satellites up life. there, though. I mean. If there's nowhere to put your satellites, then uh, that's that's a problem for, and if for you, telecommunications and if you, companies and stuff. And if you do have a place to put them, and then some leftover debris smashes into it at like 200,000 miles per hour, then you're kind of fucked. <laughs> so. I mean, it, it's a little weird, though, that we're, we could create like less shitty satellites and just put them further out. But there's that's shit true. up there from yeah. like the 60s, right? Like, or before that... Uh, yeah, I, most of that's in, in fairly low Earth orbit, though. Or the ocean. Or the yeah, a lot of it has uh, has returned. Because the thing about the thing about low Earth orbit is you're still getting some drag from the from the atmosphere. So if yeah, so it's something was launched long, to yeah, it's decay. designed to fail, yeah. and it's it, the the orbit will decay and it'll crash. Mm. Well, yeah. So, so I, shit I guess from the I'm, '60s really isn't up there. Well, I would much rather that a big magnet secures it and then, in in a controlled descent, puts it somewhere else, as opposed to just something falling out of the sky. <laughs> like, yeah, but uh, that shit happens constantly, Sean. It does. Most of it uh, ends up in the ocean or or burns up Almost mostly all or entirely. Almost all but of I guess it lands never in the do. ocean. <clears throat> I guess you never know 100% for sure that it's going to. The ocean that we're not cleaning because we're going to be cleaning space. I, this actually reminds me of an episode, I think it was season one of The West Wing, where Donna is like freaking out. Because yes, she, I remember Because she that. hears that, some, that a satellite is going to crash into the Earth. And finally at the end, Josh is like, it happens every day, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, cool story, I know. It would just oh, suck yeah. to be walking down the street and then, like, a screw, you know, falls down and, like, goes well, into your head. A screw you is die. definitely not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. going to be Burn a hell of a long screw. before it gets to you. <laughs> a bolt? Would maybe a bolt? <laughs> a very whatever big the, screw. Whatever that thing is made out of, I'm, I'm going to sell it for lots of money because, <laughs> because boy, that's ne neat. I really, really get that's what you're trying really, to say there, Mike. That's <laughs> a neat nut. Well put. Bolt. Yeah. What I'm saying is that the material would have to be something we don't we don't know of yet. So, for something that small to survive descent through the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or it would have to go really Corn. slowly. <laughs> 
Which is also interesting. <laughs> it is. Yes. Wait, you mean uh, it it goes slowly so they wouldn't burn up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the burning is from friction. So it would have to not accelerate due to gravity as it was falling through. So the why? Atmosphere. So why are we? Why are we Which putting heat shields? Which, if anything, is more interesting. It is. Yeah. yeah. Why do we put heat shields on our uh, shuttles w- upon reentry instead of just slowing them way down? Well, that would take a tremendous amount of fuel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Which is not, it's not like you know how much fuel it takes to get into space. Okay, a lot. Now imagine taking that much fuel up with you into space, also, uh-huh. so that so you that can you can use come it back. to descend. <laughs> and then the amount you the amount of fuel you would need to do that would would be like exponentially greater. So, so this fuel thing <laughs> is really screwing us up. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we need something other than fuel that we can use as energy to create well, energy. Well, that, uh, that massless you, bolt that doesn't respond to gravity is a great start. <laughs> Mike, yeah. are you keeping that? With some Anti, sort of fu- anti-gravity. That's what we need. A fusion drive or something like that? Or that sounds Well, important. that just gives you power, Sean. Oh, it's not going to give us thrust. Yeah, I don't know how thrust would be generated from a fusion engine in space, I, it would still have to probably burn something, wouldn't it? I really don't know. It's beyond my pay grade. All of it uh. is, actually. But, uh, <laughs> just We're just talking about rocket science. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, fusion. <laughs> Mike, go become a rocket scientist real quick. We'll wait. <laughs> Any of us Seven can do it, but Mike would be the fastest. <laughs> Sean. You know that's not true. I know. It, it's Mike. It's Mike. <laughs> that's not true. <clears throat> it could also be Joe. Oh. <laughs> 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 yep. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever apologize for making making hilarious jokes, Mike. Yes, it was a really good joke. <laughs> right. Sorry. Don't, don't ever apologize for telling crazy, hilarious, wild jokes that are not that are not true. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. Don't apologize. You don't have nothing to apologize for. That's correct. Mm. Not sorry. <laughs> Y'all. I got a weird hypothetical for you. Ooh. Haven't had one of these in a while. Sean and I made the same exact sound just now. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's not ah. it's not of the fucked up nature that our early hypotheticals were uh, pseudo internet famous for. <laughs> but I I thought it's interesting. How familiar are both of you with the premise behind Quantum Leap? Uh, my familiarity with it ends with he is transported through time and ends up in different people's bodies. Yes. I mean, that's a good start. Okay. Yeah, that's so pretty he, much all I know about it. I don't know why time, or how, but I know that happens. He he can time travel, but Well, the how is he, he invented a time machine? But okay. he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any control over whose body he enters, right? No. Yeah, so he <laughs> okay. So, the the <laughs> sorry, just the way you phrase that. <laughs> I can't help but rape. <laughs> 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 Jesus. I'm sorry. That's what it sounded like on the surface. So the, uh, 
the the premise of the the show is that uh, you know a theoretical physicist from the near future realizes that you can time travel throughout your own lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then he steps into his machine, the Quantum Leap Accelerator, and to, to test it, he he tests it on himself, which is bad science, but he was too excited. I mean, it's better than so, testing it on another human, but yes. It, it also it just happens all the time. Like, every fucking science movie I've ever thought of, someone was like, no, it's not ready! And then they just do yeah. it anyway, and they do it on themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. Correct. It's a very common trope. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the idea that I'm specifically thinking about is that how far you can travel back is the the boundary is your own uh, conception. Your own lifetime is Mm. as far forward or backward as you can go. So with everything being rebooted, uh, imagine, you know, we're, we're nearly 40. Imagine a 40 year old scientist developing it now, you know, on a TV show. What events do you think, you would see in a new quantum leap show from the last 40 years. I mean, the nine 11 episode is going to be heavy as fuck. Yeah. Nine 11 for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 40 years, 40 years. Uh, I suppose challenger would be up there. Challenger. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, bull sixth championship. I mean, maybe, I don't know. My, I don't Michael know. Michael Jordan playing baseball. He jumps into Michael. <laughs> Maybe the, yeah. o- maybe the OJ trial. <laughs> the OJ trial. That would be is up he, there. Is he OJ? <laughs> He's OJ. That would be interesting. Uh, Mars? The Mars rover? I don't know. I don't know. I, it seems like less of a big... Even though it's much, much farther away, it seems like less of a big deal than the lunar landing, which we couldn't mm-hmm. do. Right. Um, there were no lunar landings after, like, the seven days, right? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember when the Apollo missions ended. Yeah, me neither. Um, what else? I feel like we're missing some really big well, stuff. Well, there would I mean, certainly be, just like the original Quantum Leap had some shit uh, that happened in, uh, over in Vietnam, I imagine there'd, we'd there'd be see... There'd be war. Yeah, war-related yeah, there'd stuff. there'd be war shit. That makes sense. Right. I mean, we're basically still at war. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all over the world have been for the whole the Saddam Hussein, <laughs> Saddam Hussein thing. Yeah, yeah. Zero for the record, I looked it up. Apollo ended in seventy-two. <laughs> okay. God, it's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it seems like the world has really changed a lot since we were born, like a ton since we were born. Sure, but but the milestone moments don't seem quite as. They're all like for a smartphone, you know. It's like how do you yeah. how do you give that a date? The internet, you know? the internet, thing, yeah. You know, like, yeah. we don't have we don't have these big gigantic generational markers in terms of events, really, except for the ones that, in particular, 9-11. You know what's funny is there's probably a bunch of them, and we're just stupid. You think so? And people... You're probably right, yeah. Yeah. Well, my my head goes to, like, the Cubs win the World Series for the first time in in 100 years, you know? But it's not like like a... Every time I watch any historical fiction show, for example, or not, not even, maybe it's... 
a little bit more history than fiction. A lot of the events, you know, they're based on real events. I'm like, wow, I totally forgot about that. And there's like, there, you know, 30 of these things that are all dramatized. A good example is The Crown, which neither of you, I think we've mm-hmm. talked about this, have watched. But there's so many huge events that have happened in the life of, of Queen Elizabeth II. And I, I didn't know about probably 80% of them. And the 20% that I did know about, I may have forgotten about. Mm. So... What about the I think Tokyo, that's what's happening. To- Tokyo tsunami? Ah, uh, yes, Fukushima Daiichi. Sure. The disaster. Right? Yeah. The reactor. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, not as big as Chernobyl, but no. Chernobyl was. Uh, the, my history is bad on this one too. When was Chernobyl? I'm looking it up. That was eighty six. So that could. Uh, that would be one. I would think. Hmm. Totally. It could absolutely yeah. be an episode. That's yeah, just I mean, something for y'all to think on. I'm going to give myself a bell so we can move the fuck on. But you didn't really suggest anything, Joe. <laughs> I mean, you had to have pondered Listen, I'm just, a little bit. I'm just writing down all of these ideas that you also, gave me so I can write my script and pitch it. <laughs> I know we've moved on, but I could have sworn that on Quantum Leap he went back to like the Civil War and shit. Yeah, was it his own? Yeah, there was uh, an episode where he like got struck by lightning during a couple of times during leaps, and it caused you know <laughs> weird shit. A couple like, of uh, times, <laughs> like he, he, yeah. Well, one time he switched with Al, the uh, the person who was projecting himself back in time as a hologram that right. only Sam Beckett could see and hear. Uh, but another time he traveled uh, through his like lineage. Mm. It's a little Into loophole there. One of his ancestors, yeah. I gotcha. I mean, the weird thing about the show was that they kind of, uh, they kind of outright say that where Sam goes is controlled by God, and that yeah, God is is, is sending him around to uh, change people's the, lives for the better. That was the, ne- the networks at the time for sure. They were like. <laughs> Yeah. We gotta we gotta ground this science fiction in some good old fashioned god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would have been much more interesting if 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 every time he went back, it was extended to the conception of the person whose body he was in. So it was just this perpetual yes. cycle that would end eventually in him ceasing to exist because it would go back too far. My God, you know, and give it a little bit more. Oh, wow, that's dark. It's yeah, way darker. <laughs> it would add some urgency, and plus, it would it would get more interesting as it went on. You know, eventually you'd be in in, you know, like medieval Europe or something. That'd be cool. Not able to talk be, to anybody. It's just, it's just someone falling <clears throat> backwards through time. Yes, exactly. I would watch that until mm. until he figures it out, and it gets harder and harder to figure it out because the tools continue to disappear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and with tools how, of science with how disappear. dark. How dark the story is, I imagine it also gets harder and harder because of every crap house lager beer he's drinking. <laughs> I think Joe's got the inspiration for the next crap house ad. <laughs> someone who's falling, spiraling backward through time. <laughs> you see a dinosaur just in time to open up a brand new crap house lager. <laughs> but first you vomit on its face and 
fuck it or uh, something you, you come <laughs> on a velociraptor or something <laughs> <laughs> you shoot frothy white <laughs> ropes of cum all over a velociraptor <laughs> or, or something <laughs> or something uh, I don't know crap house locker <laughs> thank you End-of-life planning can be difficult to face. Oh, God. No one wants to consider a world without them. But for the sake of your loved ones, planning now can prevent additional stress during an already difficult time. Funerals can be expensive and burdensome to your family. So the time to sort out the details of your funeral is now. How do you want to be remembered? Have you considered taxidermy? <laughs> Tasteful human taxidermy can help you and your loved ones to restore your dead body to all the vibrance and energy of your youth. Recreate your favorite memories with detailed realism from the outfit to the pose to that big beautiful grin everyone loves and remembers. No one will see your genitals. <laughs> We can bring to life that family favorite picture of you on your fishing boat, smiling ear to ear with that big old fish you just caught. And your penis will be nowhere near, <laughs> nowhere to be seen. Or maybe we can have you leaning on your favorite car with your sham in hand, wearing sunglasses on a summer day. What a great memory. It's a good thing no one can see your flaccid penis. <laughs> your family will be grateful to celebrate you as you live and they will have something to keep in their living rooms to share with their guests. Guests who, despite probably hoping to see your genitals, will not be able to see them. Because no one will see them. We promise. So consider tasteful human taxidermy your end-of-life planning. Memorialize yourself with hidden genitals. Oh my god, that's wonderful. Oh, oh shit. <sighs> I don't know why anyone would assume that you would see you would see the genitals. I don't, I don't know, know, but I a... do. I do assume that. <laughs> We've got some mail in our hole, gents. Oh no. Excellent. I kinda think I think I know what this is. I'm sure you do. It's from a <laughs> frequent listener. And one-time guest, Patrick Passifume. Oh, that son of a bitch. I knew it. I knew it. The disrespect to possibly the greatest actor of our generation is absolutely appalling. <laughs> I will Justin, now unsubscribe. <laughs> Wait, I will what did now, you say? I will now unsubscribe, but continue listening. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Live Free or Die Hard may not be a classically great movie, but it is an extremely dumb, fun action movie. Bruce Willis goes from a regular guy to a guy that can dodge jet machine guns and defy physics by being protected by said bullets in the cabin of a semi-truck. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is much like the Fast and Furious franchise, which is also incredibly dumb but amazingly entertaining and fun. That franchise started off as a genuine racing heist movie and turned into cars over-the-top impossible action. 
I did. I enjoyed the first Fast and Furious movie, and then none. Let's of the get others. through the email before okay. Uh, okay. we respond. Okay. Uh-huh. Jesus, Mike, you're just okay. so eager to defend the Fast and Furious. <laughs> Is the fourth Die Hard as good as the first one? No, but it's fun as hell, and sometimes fun is all I need. Mm. So that that was less a defense of Justin Long and more Patrick just really likes live free or die, die hard. hard. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting hill to die on. I, I I have to say I think there is a there is an important distinction between whether or not a movie is good and whether or not it's entertaining. And I think that like there it is blurred though, right? Like well I don't well, if a, I don't find the movies stu- that are bad entertaining though. That's the problem. Lots though. of stupid things are entertaining. Usually, usually. Uh-huh. we keep doing this show, for example. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Well, there you can see there can be a movie though that's well made. And like well executed, but if it's not like entertaining or not fun, like maybe I don't like that movie. Is it a good movie? I don't know. Does it have to be entertaining well, to be good? I think I, it does. It, ha- it has. It just has to be good. I, I don't think there's a. I don't think that there's a prescription for that. I think you know they they try sometimes to make a formula for it, and it does to middling success work. But mm-hmm. a good movie is a good movie. Uh, that's yeah. all I can say. Uh, if it's if it's just lacking in every category except fun action and explosions and shit, I just don't usually get into it. That's. I do think I think action movies get a pass. Like I I don't want to give them a pass. What I think is that the the public generally like Fast and the Furious. I think that they give it a pass because they're like, oh well, yes, we know it's a bad movie, but it's so much fun because it's so ridiculous and so crazy and stupid. And it's like action movies get away with that, whereas every other genre, I feel like you're like, no, that's a bad movie. Like it's just it's not it's not good. But yeah. action well, movies, I mean, are they like, yeah. they don't they don't get away with it from my perspective. <laughs> but a lot of people see these movies, so they're obviously still making tons of money. But mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, a lot of people are just distracted by the louds. Just well, to, I think yeah. also in the, explosions and with the Fast and the Furious, there's also the there's the whole car culture that goes into it, and there's, sure. a, there's a huge number of what do, people. What do cars that, have to do with it? The Fast and the Furious is about family. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Right. right. That's true. About family. <laughs> but uh, really, like people are obsessed with cars. Not something I've ever been particularly interested in, but uh, you see it. Uh, all over the place, obviously. Really? Because I have it on good authority. You drive one all the time. I drive one. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I, I do drive one rarely. Yes. Mm. Yes. You, working you working one, from right? home. And also, just Maria just prefers to drive. So I. Yeah. Mm. I see. I, I, I understand you've owned multiple cars during I your have life. been I'm an sorry. owner of cars, yes. Interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm a I, car haver and owner of cars. <laughs> I, I think for for Die Hard, the the way that I watch the Fast and Furious sequels, because I will watch them, the way that I watch those, I feel like there's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek, we're in on, we know how ridiculous this is, and it's fun because, yes, we know you can't jump a car from one building to another building, but we're all having so much fun doing it. I don't feel like there was that in... And maybe I need to go back and rewatch Live Free or Die Hard. I never thought I'd say that out loud, but it, I don't. I feel like it took itself seriously. Like, no, because I'm Bruce Willis, and it's John McClane, and 
I'm serious. Like, I never got him like, yeah, this is fucked up and crazy. Uh, and John I'm McClane a superhero does now. not have fun ever. Right. That's yeah. He's just fucking that's miserable. Not the character. Yeah. Yeah. He can't. I don't but remember just to be it certain, being. Let's all go watch Live Free or Die Hard before oh, no. we watch Jaws. <laughs> yes. Before you watch we'll, Jaws, we'll have seen Live Free God. or Die Hard twice. I'll have seen it twice before seeing Jaws once. Good lord. Yeah. Um. Maybe we owe Patrick a rewatch on it. You think so? I, I don't think we owe Patrick. I disagree. Shit. I don't think we owe him a goddamn <laughs> maybe, thing. Maybe. I mean, I only read, I only owe read it half Justin his Long. email because it's it's so long. <laughs> we owe it to Justin Long. Is that what you said? We owe it to Justin Long. <laughs> we Boy, owe Justin I, Long only slightly more than Patrick. <laughs> can we just can we just like if we have to watch a Justin Long movie, can we just go watch Dodgeball or something? Oh yeah. Do we, I, do we, I love Dodgeball, and I guess that's a stupid movie, but it's a it's a great comedy, right? Yeah, well, it's not trying it, to be well, something else. It'll be else. a triple feature. We're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna watch in probably decreasing order of interest. Uh, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Waiting, and then Tusk, where Kevin Smith turned him into a fucking walrus. Uh, yeah. Once we're all vaccinated, we probably should hang out. <laughs> and watch, and, I think it's and been, watch. It has been way too long since we've since we've hung out. Just throwing that out there. Where did uh, that come from? <laughs> We're talking Mike about is Justin super Long lonely. <laughs> Mike's like, oh, yeah. I just miss, I just miss <laughs> you guys. All this talk about Justin Long, and you guys are so long away from me, and I just <laughs> crap house love. <laughs> Your friends are far away, but the can's right here. <laughs> I'm not allowed to miss my friends. I just feel like it came out of nowhere. He was he was ranking it didn't, shitty it Justin didn't Long movies. It didn't come out of nowhere because Joe had literally just said that we were going to sit down and watch three I'm movies sorry. together. I, yeah. I'm sorry. You're, you're right. And in Never. between them, we're going to watch those uh, Apple commercials. <laughs> With <laughs> PC versus Mac? <laughs> yeah. That's probably the best Actually, thing Justin there, Long's ever been in. There are a few things that I dislike more than sitting through a bad movie. I, uh... I won't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Sounds like we're watching Jaws then. Well, we're definitely going to have to watch that because that is. We got to watch Jaws. Yeah. One of the best movies. And I don't. I am not usually a fan of. Well, older. I was going to say older movies, but the 70s is kind of when I think movies turned around, you know, for the better, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, there were great 70s movies. Yeah, and I'll probably the get a Godfather, lot. Of, I'll probably get a Star lot of hate Wars. from our listener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, on that email from Patrick, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, don't even get me started on his uh, his diatribe about the Snyder cut. I, it's just there's too much. Was was he saying bad things about it or good things about it? That's both. Okay. He, he literally wrote out his critique of the entire movie for us. Well, perhaps oh, no. he'd like to just be a guest again. Veto. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he uh, would I, be if Sean didn't keep shooting it down. Look, I, I want to say real quick <laughs> that uh, if I if I could quantum leap myself, I'd go back a couple weeks and not drink nearly that much before we discuss the <laughs> Snyder Cut. Uh, and I just, on the record, want to say one last time, I liked the Snyder Cut. So, 
I think that's the first time you said it. No, no, I said it. I, I, li- I did it, like he it. He said it several times okay. during the yeah. episode. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I guess I was just uh, <laughs> distracted. Enraged. No, I don't know. <laughs> No, that that was me. Anyway, I was, yes, I yes. was only I was only a third as drunk as Sean. So that was just that was just the normal amount of comic book nerd rage. <laughs> but thank you for emailing Patrick, and we look forward to never reading that big novel you wrote about the Justice League. Oh, I read it. <laughs> oh, okay. I read it, Patrick. Well, send it to me. <laughs> I read it. You know what I did last night when I was. Uh, Going to bed at 8 o'clock, because I was fucking exhausted from getting my uh, second shot, was uh, I put on Batman vs. Superman. Mm. Uh, Dawn of Justice. And <laughs> I, 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 had no, I had no fucking problem with it. I, I enjoyed it. I don't... I, don't, had you, I mean... Had you not seen it? No, I'd seen it once before, but they had, like, the special edition, which was, like, three hours long or something on HBO Max. Um, um, maybe that's better. Je- Jesse Eisenberg is atrocious. Oh, he's like, so he, bad. He's, he's terrible. But like, there's there are some good parts of that movie. There's some. There are. Oh, there are. Yeah, movie. That doesn't make a movie good having good parts. Yeah, ridiculous. I, 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 I Unfortunately, it. yeah, it does not. Uh, that there are some very entertaining. I, I think we mentioned the especially the warehouse scene. The warehouse scene yeah. is great. Uh, uh-huh. But there was some stuff that was just really baffling in it too, like. Like the, the the Flash to not the Flash the character but the Flash to the nightmare in that movie was out of uh-huh. left field for me. Like I didn't really. And it was really long too. There was yeah. like a really w- long one shot of Batman like coming out of the back of a semi, and it's like a minute long single shot. Yeah, and it's like what is even kicking a bunch what of people? Where am I? What am I doing? What yeah, is this? no, it makes no sense. I I feel like that was masturbatory. And to, then Martha, Snyder. you know, Save uh, Martha. I did one thing I really liked about it was the fucking suit that he uses to fight Superman. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. It that is awesome. amazing. Yeah, I mean that but shit's he, straight out of the the comic book, the Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. I mean that's literally yeah. the shit he used to fight Superman in that. It's pretty it's cool. Dope. Yeah. For uh, for comic book nerds out there, Doomsday was also stupid in that movie. Yeah, that was not a good depiction of him. If you disagree, fuck off. I can't imagine it was because it was very not memorable. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of like just a like a literal baby. Like he was just born and then just throwing a temper tantrum. Didn't seem to have any sentience. I don't know if that's how he is in the comics or not. It he is was just like he's, a rage. He's monster. animalistic, really. Okay. Uh, it, it the way it came about initially, it, it actually isn't better. In the comics, Doomsday was created by uh, a, a scientist who, I shit you not, repeatedly cloned like the same being and murdered it in horrible ways and then cloned it again. Which Ugh. that's actually kind of awesome. God, that's <laughs> it doesn't make any scientific sense. Sure. Because the clone retain doesn't retain any of the trauma uh, unless you know, like the goddamn butterfly. There's some kind of cellular memory. But right. the, that's what that's kind of what they posited in the, the comic that uh, it he like hyper evolved to being quickly to the point where his bones that would protrude out of his skin were sharp enough and hard enough and strong enough to cut Superman. Damn. But he was just like an animalistic beast. There were no, there was no well, intelligence. The, in what was stupid in, in the movie was that he was created by taking the fallen 
Kryptonian from Man of yep. Steel, but then the secret ingredient was Jesse Eisenberg's blood. <laughs> like he he cuts his hand and then like mixes it in the soup, and he's like, "Yes, now I've created this monster." And it's like, yeah, what it, part of Lex Luthor is in? I mean, the that's thing? clearly just like, masturbatory on Lex Luthor's part. And I keep using sure. masturbatory a lot because you know he just wanted a piece of him to be in the thing yeah, that but, takes out but Superman. It, but it was never but evident. It was yeah, it didn't really do anything. It wasn't like okay, no. now the guy has intelligence, or now the guy is you know looks like Lex Luthor. Like there was nothing. Jesse Eisenberg. I feel I feel that was almost a nod to uh, the Connor Kent Superboy, who was a hybridized clone in the comic books made out of a combination of Clark's DNA and Lex Luthor's. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. Jesse Eisenberg's you- performance in that movie is is uh, ha- career ending. Haunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's like it's one of the worst performances by a professional actor that I've ever seen. It's amazing that they that the director uh, Snyder let him do that. Like after the first take on day one of shooting, I'd have been like, "Cut! All right, um, yeah. uh, Jesse, I I gotta talk to you for can about walk, four can hours. We walk that back. <laughs> can we, yeah, can we just come over in my trailer? <laughs> I mean, to if, 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 that's gonna, if that's gonna happen, <laughs> yeah. if that's gonna happen in a fucking comic book movie, you expect it from like Brian Singer, who reportedly didn't show up to set most of the time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But like, at what point during the process are you like, yeah, this is consistent this is with the, the tr- tone I, of this movie? I mean, <laughs> right. It's, it's yeah. it, to me, it's the same thought process that made Christopher Nolan go, yes, Christian Bale, that is a great voice choice for Batman. Uh, I guess. Do you think, uh, so Jesse Eisenberg Listen, is, Sean, all I'm saying is that people are stupid and they He's suck, a pretty okay? good actor, apart from that movie. Like, he, he's done some pretty good... He's had some pretty good roles. The Social Network, you know, in the in the right role. Yeah, he's wonderful. I, so maybe maybe it was like some some aspect of that was just like his acting clout was like maybe I'll let him run with it. Like I don't know. Like t- yeah, maybe the, in the case maybe of, he was just like in the case of yeah, uh, this is brilliant Christian Bale. I think that may have been the case, but so I don't know it, with Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just such yeah, I an can't odd, imagine Zack Snyder cowering. Before Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> yeah. no, neither, neither, neither can I. Yeah. That was a conscious, de- like he was like. Or as okay, I like th- to call him, heat. like buffer, better looking Michael Sarah. Yeah, he is on <laughs> the. Is, I, I think there was a picture floating around on Reddit that was like Michael Sarah, and then Jesse Eisenberg was the next evolution, and then Andy Samberg was like the fully evolved <laughs> version. That's like, and it's it, it's totally accurate. Like it, <coughs> the the Pokemon well, version. It had to have been a conscious effort on Snyder to be like, we're going to do something cool with Lex Luthor. We're, we're going to make him this, like, tech millennial, yeah. you know, yeah, this tech mogul. But it's just so inconsistent with, I mean, it, yeah. it's Lex Luthor. Like, he's not supposed to be a fucking, like, complete dweeb, like, caricature. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe it was god-awful. He, he can be. He's been He's been depicted a number of different ways throughout the comic books, but... The almost always the the driving force with him is I'm great, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel I didn't feel that out of Eisenberg's. I didn't feel the pride, the ego. It it just 
All I saw was psychosis. Yeah, he was too. He was too crazy <laughs> to have it. He was manic. Yeah, absolutely. And not even like realistic crazy. No, that's the last <laughs> yeah. word there. Okay. And that's our episode with a score of two. I am this week's loser. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's unusual. Are you sure? It, it, it is. Re- I, you didn't, I, I, I you didn't miss. Weird. You didn't misspell Sean on your paper. <laughs> Uh, I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Moracle. I'm the Monopoly guy. God damn it. <laughs> and I always fucking go last on this for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. I actually kind of like it, so I don't know why I'm complaining. I'm Mike Pareto. <laughs> have a great week. You're all, It's always I'm talking, and then I introduce Sean, and then it's you. Yeah. And do you know why? Because that's the order our portraits are in on the goddamn album art. I didn't even think about that. Jesus, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Left to right. Okay. 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 Have a great fucking week, everyone. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> <laughs> people. People may oh. eventually get tired. Ah, my, my dick. dick. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> <laughs> A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. And you could be jolly A little nonsense now and then Is relished by the wisest men